All right, hockey fans, listen up because we've got something special cooked up for playoff season. It's called the Daily Faceoff Playoff Parlay Challenge, and it's going to add some serious spice to your playoff experience. Now, here's the deal every playoff game, you're going to be faced with a handful of questions. It's like your own personal playoff puzzle, and it's free to join. And there are prizes because who doesn't love winning stuff? Daily winners, you're getting hooked up with gift cards. Treat yourself to some nation gear or maybe even your favorite jersey. And for the big dogs, the people who can win an entire round, it's straight, cold, hard cash. We're talking about real dough for your hockey knowledge. So lace up those skates, stretch those thumbs, and get ready to show off your hockey IQ in the daily face-off playoff parlay challenge. Sign up today and play every game day at games.dailyfaceoff.com and prove your puck prowess. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Better late than never. Welcome. It's Faith. Fucking Anton Lander. I like, really like the backup shower. Let's go, baby. Baba Bowie. Bag milk. Yeah, huh? This is Ceases. Oh, hello. Ceases. Ceases. The Ceases part. Ceases. That's where we turn the music down. Actually, you know what? This is so fucking sexy. There he is. That's where we're going to turn it down. Welcome. Better late than never. Episode 40. Bag milk here. Check it in. My friend Surveyor Brett's got the intro. Just playing out as we get into it. Lots to get to this week, even though there's not a whole lot happening. But I think that means we are right on the cusp of having some things happen. But we'll see. We'll see. The last time I predicted things that were going to happen... Immediately after the podcast, Keller Yamamoto signed. I had to come back on and do a instant reaction emergency episode. Will we get to do it again? Maybe. I'm recording a little earlier than normal. I don't know. We'll see. Probably not, but maybe. Anyway, welcome to Better Late Than Ever. Bag Milk here, as I mentioned. Brought to you by the Audio Department, title sponsor of the podcast, theaudiodepartment.ca is where you need to go to get that information and book some studio time to record that rap album you've always been dreaming of. You probably heard the Marshall Mathers LP and you're like, I got bars. You know, I got bars. Well, the audio department's where to do it. The audio department works to create a safe space for creativity and collaboration for artists and musicians to realize their potential and share their message through sound and story. Check them out at theaudiodepartment.ca. Book your studio time right there on the website. I still have to get down there. I got a couple of tunes I could maybe play along with, you know? 
Maybe go from a C to a G. Little power chords there, right? Everybody's having a good time with a couple of power chords. I just watched the Woodstock documentary last week or this week since the last episode. I feel like I got a song in my heart. I feel like I get a crowd going like Corn did on the Friday night. Oh, speaking of which, that Friday night, I just bought myself Rage Against the Machine tickets over the weekend, and I could not be more excited. The big thing now with uh, buying Rage Against the Machine tickets, of course, is are they going to make it to their show in March of next year? I don't know. I got a long time to wait, but it is something to look forward to. Who doesn't like that? Who doesn't like having something to look forward to whenever you buy something like a concert ticket? That kind of led me to the question for the week where I'm hoping we're going to get some answers later in the voicemail. I see I got a lot of voicemails this week, so we're going to burn through those this week. What's the best thing you can buy with $20? What is the best thing you can buy with $20? And I bumped it up to 20. I was going to do 15 because here's where the question came from. The other day, I was just doing my weekly grocery shop. You know, I'm at Superstore doing my thing, cruising around, cheese, eggs, bacon, a little bread, make some breakfast. That's the kind of thing, you know? But then as I was just kind of wrapping it up, I was like, you know what? I really feel like a chicken wrap tonight, but I don't want to make the chicken myself. I'm feeling lazy. I could air fry it. I could barbecue it. It would be delicious. I just don't want to put in the effort. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to go buy a $12 or whatever it was, $12 roasted chicken from Superstore. And then when I got home and I'm thinking, I'm just like, wait a minute, wait one damn minute. Where? First of all, I don't know how to roast a chicken. Could I figure it out? 100%. I got a crock pot. I got a roaster. I could do it. I could figure it out. 100%. I could. But the reality is, I don't think I could buy a chicken, roast it, and have it taste better for less than $12 that I spent on it. Then you can get, we're just going to get a roast chicken at a grocery store. So when I tweeted this, a lot of people are like, well, buddy, you got to try the chicken here. You got to try the chicken at Costco. You got to try the chicken here. There was a couple of gentlemen. They buy their own turkeys and they're like, I think you could do a bag of milk. I think you could. But here's the thing. Do I want to? Do I want to spend the time figuring it out, roasting it for hours, which I imagine, trying to season it beautifully, getting all my appropriate accoutrement? Is that going to cost me less than $12 that I spend on that chicken? I don't think it will be. I don't think it will, I should say. So what's the best thing you can spend $20 on? Literally anything. You could do, Jason sends a message, says, two Mexican pizzas from Taco Bell back when they had them in Canada. I don't remember those. He sent a little gif there. They look delicious. Sam says, I could buy Tyler Uremchuk. $20, you wish. You wish you could buy Tyler Uremchuk $20. He is a made man these days. He is a high rolling playboy. It's going to cost you at least $60. Surveyor Brett says I can buy one of these and what he's got is a Chalmers cheated Chumgate Chum Bucket t-shirt that he custom made for $20 or less. If you listen to the Real Life Podcast, you know that Chalmers is a cheater, allegedly, in my opinion. I was not involved. I was just a innocent judge. Chalmers cheated. Off-season Dan, that's the nation Dan, but he's the off-season version. He says, I can buy one, let me see if I do the math here, 15 hot dogs at Costco. 15 hot dogs at Costco along with, uh, is that 15? No, sorry, 13. I'm bad at counting emojis. 13 hot dogs at Costco along with 13 Arnold Palmers, Dan says, and then you get 50 cents change. Listen. I hadn't really considered buying 13 hot dog combos at Costco, but 
I think I might now. Like, if you're thinking about it, that is at least 13 days worth of food. <laughs> not, okay, maybe not. Let's have it. Let's say you have two hot dogs a day. You got a week in you. For 20 bucks. All you're eating is hot dogs and Arnold Palmer's. Everybody's having a good time with that. Costco meme says a large bacon cheeseburger poutine from Joey's in the Sherwood Park Mall. I love, I love, love how specific we're getting on some of these. What could you spend? What is the ultimate that you could spend $20? The options are, you know, for 20 bucks, you do a lot. You could buy some stocks. Are you into stocks? I'm into stocks. I'm into stocks. I would absolutely buy one share of something. What can you buy a share of? You buy some Playmaker, 20 bucks. That'll probably get you, I don't know what's that today, 40 shares. I am not a financial advisor. Do not buy things that I tell you to buy unless it's nation gear and it makes you look sexy. But I'm looking forward to the voicemail today. I'm just curious. I'm curious to see what you guys would buy for 20 bucks. 20 bucks is a lot of money and it's no money at the same time. You're not going to buy a car. You can buy yourself a meal. You're not going to buy yourself a house, but you can buy a box of wine and get shit bag wasted. I'm just putting it out there. I'm just putting it out there. So I'm looking forward to the voicemail today. I'm also looking forward to telling you about get uh, about the ribs I had at Montana's today. Get Montana's Messy. That's the hashtag you could use. Use that. Go to Montana's. Get some ribs. It's Rib Fest. All you can eat ribs. Come on. We crushed ribs today at Montana's. Again, we had a contest winner from the Real Life Podcast join us for lunch. We were chatting hockey. We were chatting uh, work stuff. We were chatting racing. We were chatting different sports. We were chatting podcasting. It's a good time. I encourage you to get down to Montana's. Use the hashtag Get Montana's Messy. They will, they will, they will enter you in a contest. They're giving away weekly delicious prizes and you could win just by using the hashtag get Montana's messy and getting down there and enjoying some ribs just like I did today. Now, another reason that I want you all to know that I love you is that I am full of ribs today and I'm still doing this podcast. I really want a nap. I really, really want a nap. I also want to watch this Jays game because I got a little bit of money down. After losing a bunch of money in Toronto on the Jays, I am back on the betting train. Yesterday, I won a little bit of money. Had a four-hit parlay go through for me yesterday. Let's see what I can do today. So I've got the Jays on in the background. We'll see what happens as we record the podcast. Right? Right. And before we move on to the news... I got a little review to read for you. So please leave me your reviews. I'm going to read all of them. I'm going to do it off the jump. Every week that I got new reviews come in, please leave them for me. Tell me I suck. I don't care. I'll read that. Just make sure it's a five-star review. Do a five-star review. Say, bag milk, you suck shit. I'll read that. I don't care. It'll be fine. We'll all have a good lull of it. Maybe you can just vent a little bit. Just give me a five-star review. Uh, Philankel. Philankel? Falankel, 1986, says, Hey, Bag Milk, great pod. Look forward to every episode. That is a five-star review. You see how easy that is? Felankel. P-H-E-L-A-N-K-E-L-L. Felankel. That's a five-star review saying, Hey, Bag Milk, great pod. I agree with you. I agree with you wholeheartedly. That's why I do it. Mm. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. I knew you had a little bit of taste. Good work. The news brought to you by Arcadia Brewing. Check them out at ArcadiaYeg.com. That's the website. Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter. Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Once again, your weekly reminder 
to buy some whistling pig. Maybe a hoodie too. I love my Arcadia hoodie. And I think you, fair listener, would look absolutely fantastic in an Arcadia hoodie. First thing I want to check out today in the news. Again, it's still the quiet period. It's October or October. Fuck me. I wish it was October. Not for the weather, mind you, but for the hockey. It is August 24th today, so there's not a whole lot going on. However, today on Leon Dreisaitl's Instagram page, he and his stories gave us a first look of him from Paris. Uh, It's like media week or some shit in Paris for the NHL right now. Leon's there, and he was rocking the blue and orange jerseys, the classics, the ones that are coming by. And I know that's not necessarily news anymore because we all knew that those jerseys were coming back. I just wanted to say, man, oh man, does he look good in those. First of all, Leon would look good if we put him in a trash bag. We all know that. He's a handsome gentleman, finely sculpted. No news there. But what I will say is he looks 206% better in the blue and orange jersey than he did last year in just the orange pylon jersey. I am the judge on this. I am the one who is saying 206%. I am the only person who can vote. Thank you. You're welcome. I just, I can't wait to see those babies on. And I was talking to our lunch guest today from real life. Um, we were talking about, you know what? Oh no, it was Waz. I was talking to Waz. Waz, we, we, we might go get some Nugent Hopkins, those blue, blue and orange jerseys. Me and Waz, I think they look real nice. We match. We roll into HQ. And I look at Waz. He looks at me. We just nod our head in approval. We know. If you know, you know. Sometimes that's all you need. Anyway, seeing Leon in those jerseys just makes me happy because that's the kit it's supposed to be. That's how the Oilers are supposed to look. And the fact that they just had those sitting in the attic collecting dust and mothballs over the last four or five years, whatever it is, just a shame. And I'm very, very excited. I'm very, very excited that those are coming back. Let's go, baby. In other news, the Patrick Kane rumors continue. We've written about them a bunch of times at OilersNation.com. Bob Stoffer and Oilers Now has been talking about it basically every day for the last handful of days. Now, here's the way I think about it. One, what is that return going to look like? I was talking to Jason Greger at the Oilers Nation Open on Friday, which was a hell of a time, by the way. Just, I want to say thank you to everybody that showed up on that. I don't want to talk about it too, too much because we did a recap episode of Real Life on Monday. But from my perspective, my job at the tournament is I just sit in, I sit in a cart, I drive around and I chat to people. And it was fun to just talk to people about the Oilers and how excited they are. And they wanted to talk about Patrick Kane, which we're going to get to. And just, what is it going to take, Bag Milk? Do you think that he could actually be an Edmonton Oiler? What's your percentage? What would you put on it? Well, not only is the weather beautiful, Cattail Crossing did a great job putting on the tournament. It's just fun to talk Oilers with everybody in August. And that's what we did a lot of on Friday. So I just want to say thank you to everybody that came. Thank you, thank you, thank you. We can't wait for next year already. We're going to get the planning going. We're going to make it an event. If you haven't been to the Oilers Nation Open, I encourage you to do so. But what we were talking about was Patrick Kane. On Friday at the tournament, I ran into Jason Greger, so of course I got to grill him. Gregor, what's going on with Patrick Kane? Gregor, what's going on with Patrick Kane? Gregor, you wrote a story on OilersNation.com where Duncan Keith and Patrick Kane, fake people, mind you, these are all figments of Gregor's imagination. They're having a conversation with each other about why he should come play at Edmonton. This is a fake conversation, completely fictional. Gregor put it pen to paper or pen to website, whatever the fuck you want to say. I asked him after reading that, I was like, there's not actually a chance that this could happen, could there? And he said, I don't know, man. It seems like the Oilers are really into it. The Oilers are really into the idea of Patrick Kane coming here. And why wouldn't they be? He had 92 points last year on a terrible Chicago Blackhawks team. Imagine what the top six would look like with Patrick Kane in it. 
If your first line is Kane, McDavid, Kane, everybody is having a bad time. I mean, on the other team, that is. Kane, McDavid, Kane, get out of the fucking way. Or put him with Drysaddle. Either way, you know, I love the idea of it. Just the idea of having Patrick Kane, another 90-plus point player, another Hart Trophy winner, and just injecting him into this lineup and seeing what they could do offensively. Come on. That is exciting shit. I just don't know what's going to happen. Today at lunch, I said it's a 30% chance. 30% because there's a lot of smoke about it. Bob Stoffer's been talking about it a lot. He doesn't do that unless there's some kind of smoke there. So I'm going to say 30%. I would still be stunned. It would take a third team to come in and eat some salary. That's the only way I could see it working. Pooley would have to go. The first round pick would have to go. Uh, probably like, I don't know what else would have to go. Fogel. You'd have to figure it out. Unless you're getting... Patrick Kane somehow having so much salary retained that he rolls into Edmonton at less than what you're sending JP out the door for. Again, I'm just speculating here. I'm just spitballing. I'm just talking nonsense. But a lot of people are talking about it. People are talking about it so much that I don't, I I can't ignore it anymore. It was like when Evander Kane to Edmonton was a thing. And we were all like, yeah, okay, it would be nice to have Evander Kane in the sense that that guy fills the net, but there's no way it's going to happen. Fast forward a month, there he fucking was. Is the same thing going to happen with Patrick Kane? I don't know. I really don't know. But this is one of those rumors that, one, super exciting for Oilers fans. If you get Patrick Kane on your lineup, all of a sudden, I think the Oilers are instantly cup contenders. And I say that even though the defense is not up to par, or at least where I'd want it to be. Just, you're going to have to win 9-8 every game, and you're going to do it too. Two, it's August. And the reason I don't think there's really all that much to this is because it's August. And I understand what it's like covering the Edmonton Oilers and the NHL at large in a month when there's absolutely nothing going down. You got to fill the airwaves. You got to fill the website. You got to fill the podcast. You got to talk about something. So are we going to talk about Edmonton Oilers acquiring Patrick Kane because that's what's actually going to happen? Or are we doing it because it is August 24th and there's literally nothing to talk about? Now, Liam, Liam Harabin from Nation HQ, you can also listen to him on Kicked Back new soccer podcast within the network. He's been pushing this Kane train since the trade deadline. If this happens, I might have to buy Liam some kind of gift. A bundle of bananas so large and extravagant that he doesn't even know what to do with it. He doesn't even know what to do with it. Because if it happens, all the credit from me does not go to Ken Holland or Brad Holland or any of the GMs that made the math work. It goes to Liam. That's all I got to say about it. That's all I got to say about it. But if we're not going to talk about it, if we're not going to actually get Patrick Kane, which again, I don't think so, 30%, I want to know what's plan B. Is it Phil Kessel? That's what Gene Principe said on Oilers Now. Again, that's where a lot of the smoke's coming from. He said, Patrick Kane, plan A, Phil Kessel, plan B. Well, Patrick Kane would be amazing. I'd be so excited. Phil Kessel, I would also be excited. Completely different reason. I just want to make memes. I want to make nation gear with Phil on it and hot dogs. That's what I want to do. Is that a plan B? Personally, I think if you can't get Patrick Kane, plan B has to be working on the defense. But again, I don't get a vote on this, even though I absolutely should get a vote. Ken Holland should be calling me at least bi-weekly. I will give him all my ideas and, up- and updates on what I think should happen. Or you can just read random thoughts on OilersNation.com. Generally on Saturdays, I put my I put my ideas in there. 
Today, I wrote about five reasons why you should be excited about the 2022-23 Edmonton Oilers. Go check that out. And in the meantime, we're still on Trade Watch. Oilers are still over the salary cap. You're allowed to be up until the start of the season. Somebody's got to go. We've still got a trade coming. Even without the speculation, even without Patrick Kane, even without all the other names or any other names, I should say, that the Oilers are tied to, a trade has to come to get cap compliant. So we are waiting. Today, August 24th, watch them do this trade as soon as this podcast ends, and then I will do another emergency episode. Got it? And for my friends at Arcadia, the news. The news brought to you by Arcadia Brewing. Check them out at ArcadiaYegg.com. Arcadia Brew Co. on Twitter. Arcadia Brewing Co. on Instagram. Again, your weekly reminder to buy Whistling Big. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a -a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I am Optimus Prime, and you're listening to Better Late Than Never with Bagged Milk. Autobots, cut for and roll. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. For my friends at Trilogy Oilfield Rentals, it is time for the righteous sack beating about whatever is annoying your friend Bag Milk over the last seven days of his life. Trilogy Oilfield Rentals are an established provider of oil field rental tools with full-time operating units in Provost, Weyburn, and Kindersley. They also provide seasonal and project-specific stations in Fort St. John, Fort McMurray, Lac La Biche, and others as customers require. Trilogy Oil Field Rentals is the proud sponsor of the Righteous Sack Beating. And again, they've got all the tools that you could ever hope for for your jobs. What do they got? Everything. TrilogyRentals.ca, go check it out for yourself. Write them an email. Say, hey, Bag Milk sent me to the website. I want some of these fishing and coil tools and drilling tools. They've got all the completion tools, you know? Bridge plugs and wire lines set, 
tubing conveyed and retrievable. Uh, something, something. All of it. I'm just reading words. I'm just reading words. Trilogy Oilfield Rentals. Check them out, trilogyrentals.ca. The righteous sack beating today, for me, comes out to the absolute losers. The nerds, the dickbags that are complaining about the NHL 23 cover that features Tyler Zegris and Sarah Nurse. I do not understand why they are upset about it at all. It's one of those things to me where getting upset about the cover of a video game is the most moronic thing that I could ever think to get upset about. I'm looking at it. it. It goes, the announcement from TSN. It's official. Trevor Zegris and Sarah Nurse are your NHL 23 cover athletes. And you go through the replies, and some people are just melting down. It should have been McCarr. It should have been Leon Dreisaitl. It should have been Nathan McKinnon. It should have been blah, blah, blah. Like, guy, relax. It is a video game that you literally have no part in playing the cover. Basically, what I'm saying there is the cover has zero to do with the gameplay on the actual disc. And what I would encourage you to do if you're that upset and weird about it, why don't you make your own little cover? You go into your pantry, you get a little macaroni and some glue, and you just glue your own face on there in a big, stupid macaroni face because apparently you can't see one of the most marketable rookies the NHL has had in a long time and an absolute star in Sarah Nurse from the women's game, and you think it's a bad idea to have these two as a duo on the cover? Why? What does it matter anyway? Again, make your own cover. I encourage you to send them to me so I can make fun of you right to your face for your dumb opinions because the reality is the cover of NHL's game of the EA's game does not matter. And quite frankly, I think they picked two deserving candidates. Trevor Zegris, we saw all the things that he did last year in the NHL that made people go, whoa, they put the Michigan behind the net pass thing in the game. That's pretty fucking cool. Remember his weird blindfoldy goal from the all-star game, the skills competition? Again, makes sense. Sarah Nurse, absolute star absolute star of course she deserves to be on there it doesn't make sense to me why people are getting so upset about it especially when it doesn't matter whatsoever you can still play the game you can just color out the cover if you want you can rip it off why don't you print off your own picture of kale mccarr and fucking put it there for all i care you are idiots find things to get upset about that actually matter because let me tell you this does not matter in the grand scheme of things i think it's cool as shit i think both candidates are well deserved to be on the cover i think it's neat they're trying something different i say go for it ea it's basically the exact same game every single year from what i understand anyway i guess you got to get people talking but i see two deserving candidates i don't understand why everybody's upset and quite frankly if you are upset you're a fucking weird nerd. You need to go outside. You need to get some sun. You need some vitamin D because I guarantee you are pasty and weird. Got it? There's the righteous sack beating. You want to see a man, boy? I'll show you a man. Kick me in the jimmy. Again, for TrilogyRentals.ca, there's the righteous sack beating. Of course, it came back. The Righteous Sack beating only came back because Trilogy asked me to bring it back. There it goes. Not going to talk about fucking idiots getting mad about NHL games that don't have anything to do with any of them. Here's an idea. Learn to play real hockey. Go outside. Play some street hockey. Shoot balls. Shoot balls at a, you know, fucking garage door. I don't care. Just do something more productive than complaining on Twitter. 
You're listening to Better Late Never. In the words of EMF, you're unbelievable. The voicemail brought to you by Rig Hand Distillery. Check them out at righanddistillery.com. Again, tour and tasting coupon right there on the browser. You're going to want to print that off. You're going to want to take it to the facility out in Nisku. You're going to want to tour. You're going to want to taste, and you're going to want to meet the crew. Got it? Righanddistillery.com. Get some brum. Get some double-double. Get your life in order. Get set for the season. Whole ton of voicemails came in today. I've got uh, one, two, three, four, five, 22 voicemails to do. So we're going to burn through these. If you're boring, I will cut you off because I, we haven't had this many voicemails in quite some time. I see Electronic Jordan. You really got to work. Donkey Volley, people are coming for you, man. Bumpers galore on this week's button bar based on the times, just the timestamps available on these. So let's get started. Electronic Jordan, the first of eight. Let's just see what you got. Okay, you want the greatest thing to buy with 20 bucks? Ooh, yes. I got a list. No particular order. Wait a minute. That's your first voicemail? All right, Electronic Jordan faked me out. I certainly thought these were bumpers because that one was eight seconds. He didn't even leave me the list, so here's the first one. Is this Is this it? Maybe? Thing to buy with 20 bucks? Lunch at Arby's. Lunch at Arby's, amen, forever and ever. You can get you know, a shitload of Arby's for under 20 bucks. Best thing to buy with 20 bucks? Subscription to Netflix. Ooh, that's a good one. What is Netflix these days? Fourteen ninety nine, fifteen ninety nine. I have no idea what it is anymore. I should probably look at that. I have Netflix. It's great. Under 20 bucks? Amazing. With 20 bucks, I'll buy one Toro-sized Flor de Zantias. I need to hear that again. I don't even know what that is. With 20 bucks, I'll buy... One Toro size Flor de Zantias. I don't even know what that is. I don't know what Electronic Jordan's buying. He's too fancy for me. I'll buy a case for my phone. Got to protect that investment. Mm, case for the phone? <laughs> Just, yep. Dollars. I'm buying an Apple slicer. An Apple slicer? I think that's unnecessary, uh, Electronic Jordan. That is completely unnecessary. Apple slicer, you're wasting money. I'm getting an extra long charging cable for my phone. Extra large charging cable? That one I respect. I'm tired of running an extension cord through my house. just looks like shit. With my $20, I'm going to buy a mount for my phone to go in the car. Unless you have CarPlay (laughs) and you're fancy like that. (laughs) It's just stupid. Electronic (laughs) drone. I thought he was making bumpers. That's why I thought all these voicemails were like five seconds, six seconds, four seconds. But he's just like, 20 bucks, I'm going to buy this. 20 bucks, I'm going to buy a phone case. 20 bucks, I'm going to buy an Apple Slicer. Last one from Electronic Jordan. I'm going to spend the 20 bucks you give me on a cherry pitter. <laughs> you know what my cherry pitter is? It's my mouth. I just put the cherry in there, bite it, see in the middle, spit it out. Cherry pitter complete. Again, I'm saving you 20 bucks. I will just pre-chew your cherries for you, I think, Electronic Jordan. I will pre-chew the cherries for you. I will spit the seed out into the garbage. The delicious remains in your mouth. Chandler, you're up next. Hey, Bag Milk. Um, so my question for you is uh, more so something I'm wanting your, your thoughts on. Uh, so we know that the Oilers... Jersey retirement policy is, you know, you don't get your number retired unless you're in the Hall of Fame, which is totally understandable. 
I get that. But with that being said, there is Al Hamilton's number three retired. And for younger fans like myself, I don't know much about Al Hamilton. I know he's not in the Hall of Fame. So the way I see it is you already broke that rule for a non-Hall of Fame player. So why not make a few exceptions to that rule here or there? Uh, specifically, I think of like Ryan Smith. I think it's fair to say that he has done enough for the organization to warrant his jersey number being retired. I'm not here to say Al, Al Hamilton doesn't deserve his jersey being retired. I, you know, the organization feels that he contributed to the level that he deserves that honor. Then that's great. I'm not going to say otherwise. Um, but I just don't understand why you say Hall of Fame is the policy and then you ignore that policy for one player and then don't bend over someone like Ryan Smith or even Kevin Lowe before Hall of Fame. I think he was another one who easily should have had his jersey retired well before it was. As of right now, as of right now, Hamilton is the only one that did not play for like the 80s, you know. He's the only Euler, not a member of the 80s Stanley Cup teams to have his number retired. So I, I guess for me, yeah, I, I don't I don't buy that rule at all. You have to be in the Hall of Fame. Like I get it to a certain extent. You're you don't want to break the rule just because you're like, hey, you know, Zidano Seeger's back in town. Let's retire number eight. We don't want to do that. But there are absolutely circumstances where a guy probably should earn to have his number up there or they need to do the ring of honor or a wall of honor or whatever the fuck they want to call it so that we can acknowledge the players like, like of course, Schmitty, Smitty. Smitty should be up there. 94 should be up there to me. He bled for this team. He was the Edmonton Oilers for a very long time. I would put his number up there. But if they don't want to do it, they've got to have some kind of, again, wall of honor. Smith, Hemsky. Uh, there's, there's a bunch of guys from back in the day that aren't up in the roof that could be on the wall of honor. So there's an option there that they could do, or, you know, fucking is that just some guys you just want to hang up there. Is it, by the way, who's going to wear number 94 after Ryan Smith anyway in the city? You know, nobody, nobody's going to wear that. So put them up there, wall of honor, something, they got to do something. And I would just like, just announce it so we don't have to keep talking about it. Or bring all the jerseys down. All of them. All of them except Garth Brooks. That's the only one that's legit that can stay up there. Garth Brooks sold out nine shows at Rogers Place. He gets a fucking banner. <laughs> uh. Hey, Bagmouth. Presto here. Just listen to the podcast about best sporting event. Game five in Edmonton in 17 against San Jose when Clefbaum tied it up. I was also there, Presto. I was also there. Uh, I remember, I don't remember exactly what day of the week it was, but let's just say for the sake of the story that it was Wednesday. The Oilers were down and I kept yelling at my section, it's positive Wednesday, turn it around. And then when Clefbaum tied it up with the ping, everybody in the section turned around and was like high-fiving me because I kept screaming positive Wednesday or whatever it was. That has nothing to do with Presto's story. I just want to interject myself as I usually do. Loudest post I ever heard, a rigger from somewhere around Alberta. I'm about 5'11", 215, 220. 
we were in the nosebleeds and he picked me up right off the ground, just bent over and scooped me up and shook me like a little rag doll. Went out and partied with them after, <laughs> after they won in overtime. Best game I've ever seen. That's one of those things about the playoffs, right? Is you just, you'll hug a stranger, you'll high five a stranger at a frequency you would never expect. And in this case, Presto gets picked up clean off the ground and it wasn't an issue. They ended up partying together. I love the playoffs. That's pretty close to when I was on the ice with my son and he was trying out and we found out that he made double A for the first time, but every other time he had been cut and it was hard on him. So in front of his buddies, I said, buddy, we got to talk. And he thought right away he got cut again. And I said, you finally made double A and the look on his face and all that was just absolute money. But again, got to bring this up again, listening to, you know, uh, Weathers Nation and all that stuff, hearing about Kessel and hearing about Kane. And now that they want to give up five pieces for Kane, I don't understand the insanity from experts, not including you guys, talking about how we need this forward and that forward. If we're willing to give up five effing pieces, get an effing shutdown defenseman that can play in the top two pairings that is better than Cuckoo and better than CC and as good as those guys might be, we need that. And no bag milk. I'll never buy a Flames jersey. I'm just a very passionate, objective fan that personally <laughs> Calgary on paper right now is better than last year and might be better than the Oilers. Cheers. Have a good day. Oh, presto. How dare you? Flames aren't better than the Oilers. What I will say about the Kane thing, though, is I completely agree. I would rather them upgrade the defense. I've been saying that on Oilers Nation Radio for weeks, and even on this podcast too. Like, they need to upgrade the defense. No offense to Philip Broberg, I don't want him on my team this year, and that's just because I think we need to do better. Now, maybe he surprised me by the end of the year, and this is one of those clips that surfaces a year from now and go, "God, bag milk, you were so wrong about Broberg." Hundred percent, I've been brought wrong a million times about this hockey team and players on this hockey team, but. I would love to see some defensive upgrades, a thousand percent. But if I can't have them, give me Patty Kane, baby. Hey, Bag Milk, Presto again. Sorry, I got caught at work with my phone and couldn't listen to my message. I wanted to add a couple of things and just reiterate a few. On the Oilers Nation podcast, somebody said the Oilers are better on paper and they're still going to win the Pacific Division. Me. It is. Oilers to lose. Fuck everybody. I completely disagree. How can the Oilers be better when they lost Duncan Keith in his 19 minutes? They're putting in a rookie that they have no idea how he's going to handle the NHL load. Plus... If he doesn't do it, we have no one to fill the gap except for Slater Cuckoo, who wasn't good enough to play last year. Calgary is much better, in my opinion. The defense... Presto, I'm going to be telling you to buy that Flames jersey. I'm going to be telling you. So here's... Before you continue on to your points, uh, here's why I think the others are better. Four group, legit. They're just legit. Look at the top six, the top nine. Oilers are legit up front. The defense, passable, needs an upgrade. I just said it on the last message, 100% need an upgrade. In net, more consistent, without question. We're going to have ups and downs with Jack Campbell and Stuart Skinner. I know that. We all know that. But I think, I strongly believe the lows and the highs are going to be a lot more even than they were with Miko and Mike Smith. When Mike Smith was on his game, he was great. But what about the periods when he wasn't? What about the periods when Miko Koskinen wasn't on his game? I just think in net, we're better. Up front, we're better. Defense needs work, 100%. Slater Cuckoo, uh, by the way, just he didn't play last year for a personal reason. So he was actually away from the team. With Uyghur is now literally top three, if not the best in the NHL as a group. And that's going to seriously be better in the playoffs under the new coach. So I'd like that. The thing with Calgary, too, is I agree 100%. Their defense is legit. They're just not going to score as many goals. They're going to win a lot of 2-1 games. That's what I think for the Flames this year. And last year, they were one of the healthiest teams in the NHL. They had really good luck last year. Chances are they don't get it two years in a row. You know? 
that's just me. I'm just I'm pontificating. I'm just speculating. I'm just throwing things out there, presto. God damn. Question to be asked to the to the panel. And Stoffer and Principe were talking, and all their talk is now of a five-piece deal for Patty Kane. If they're going to give up draft picks two first and, and whatever they were going to give up, why the hell would it not be for a top-tier shutdown defenseman? All right. I agree. Again, Presto, I'm with you. We're repeating now. We're repeating. I'm with I I don't what I don't agree with you though Presto I don't think the Flames are that great. Defense legit 100%. Not going to argue there. I just don't think their forward group is as good. Huberto is good. He's legit. Nazem Kadri is not as good as uh as Matt Kachuk. He's just not. He's a 60 point guy. Last year was no liar. Hey, how's it going back Milk? It's Tyler here. What's up um, Tyler? I wanted to answer the question about greatest non-hockey sporting event I've ever been to. So if you didn't hear last week's podcast, I'm pretty sure it was last week. Greatest non-hockey, did I say non-hockey? Or just greatest sporting event you ever went to. Doesn't matter if it was non-hockey to me. Uh, I actually liked Presto's answer of game five of 2017. I was there too. Great. Fantastic. But whatever you got, Tyler, I'm ready for you. Um, That one in terms of like, holy shit factor for me is super easy um it was the absolute pimp job that jose bautista pulled uh with the bat flip that was um unreal i'm so blessed to have been uh that's amazing you were there to see that we watched that game at the last nation hq there was a bunch of us crowded around the table when he hit that did the bat flip we all went bananas it was fun so to actually be there that would have been legit able to be there live for that but i've seen some other cool stuff uh, I'm going to go off the rails here and bring it back to hockey. I've been pretty lucky. I've seen a lot of crazy stuff. But um, in regards to the Oilers, the two best Oilers nights that I can personally remember being in attendance for um, were the Sam Gagne 8-point night. Nice. And also the Ben Scrivens 52-save NHL record nice. shutout night. That nice. was unreal. Paid $14 on StubHub for those tickets. If you don't remember that one, I think they were playing San Jose, if I remember off the top of my head, and Scribbles just fucking erased them. Everything they were throwing at him did not go in. It was one of those nights where he was standing on his head. The Oilers ended up winning like 3 4 nothing or something like that and probably didn't deserve to win at all and then ended up winning by a shutout. That was one of those ones where, again, man, some really good ones by Tyler here. Unreal. The Oilers sucked, but my God, that was unreal. Um, yeah, I hit the DMs a couple of weeks or about a week ago, said I want to get on Donkey Bally's level. I'm working on it. I'm going to get that Ricer sack beating button push lined up real good for you pretty soon here, bud. But anyway, keep up the good work. Thanks again. And, uh, go Oilers, go. Go Oilers. Uh, again, Donkey Volley, you heard that. People are coming for you, man. People are coming for you. Next up, we've got Nick in the voicemail. Nick. Hey, Big Milk. So since everyone else is doing this, throw back to previous week's episodes. Sure. What is the first thing I ever remember buying? You know, yeah. this might be treasonous as an Oilers fan. Nick, you tread lightly here, my friend. I like you. I like you already. But this could turn sideways in a hurry. But the first thing I remember buying was when I was young and I got birthday money from my grandma and I took it and bought a Vancouver Canucks Roberto Luongo jersey. Podcast confessions. When I was a little kid, I'm probably like seven, eight years old. My favorite player was actually Pavel Bure from the Vancouver Canucks. And the first jersey that I ever owned in my life was a birthday present 
and it was a Pavel Bure jersey. So I have a white Pavel Bure number 10 Canucks jersey. And that's the only time I'm going to mention it. Podcast confessions. Now, like, I was always an Oilers fan, but Roberto Luongo was my favorite player. I just loved Roberto Luongo. Uh, when I played mini sticks as a kid, I was always the goalie, and my nickname was Ruler Luongo because I was super skinny. And I think that's why I love Luongo so much. And then what's the first uh, best sport event I ever went to? It was easily my first Oilers game at Edmonton. You know, growing up in Lethbridge, I didn't get to go to Edmonton much, and when I did, it was in the summer. So, of course, there's no Oilers games then. So, the first Oilers game I actually went to in Edmonton was this year. It was November 5th, 2021, the Kevin Lowe jersey retirement night. Nice. I think you know what happened in that game. And just always being the visiting fan, like I'd been to Battle of Alberta's in Calgary. It was just so weird, such a weird experience to be a home fan, cheering with everyone instead of kind of against everyone. And the atmosphere was just unreal, so it's easily the Kevin Lowe jersey retirement night. Big David with that unbelievable goal. Anyways, thanks, Big Milk. I love hearing these. I love hearing these stories about where you guys have gone to, what kind of sports you've been to, what kind of events you've been to. The thing about sports that's so great is it's the ultimate reality TV. It really is. I know I love shitty reality shows. Love them. If you listen to this podcast for any length of time, you know I love my shitty dating shows. But there's something about sports and just what it's like to be in the building for a game that is just one you'll never, never forget. You know, I was in, I was at Rexall place during the 2006 cup run. I was lucky enough to go to a bunch of games. And the one I always remember for that game is I was there when Smitty got his teeth knocked out. Pronger right in the mush clearing pass. Smitty took it like a champion, picked up his own teeth off the ice, comes back to get an assist on the winner. That place went bananas. So I love these. So don't worry about the throwback questions. If you listen to this podcast and you're like, ah, I want to get last week's question, just leave them. Just leave them. That's what these questions of the week are for. You're listening to Better Late Than Never with Bagged Milk. (laughs) In Canada, you might pronounce an English county as Worcestershire. In England, it's Worcestershire. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> he's just he's just so dumb. I love that one. Worcestershire. Worcestershire. I need Liam to confirm that for me. You're listening to Better Late Than Never. Zanzibar. Ah. <laughs> uh, love bearded brat. Nick. Nick again. Round two. Let's go. Hey, Big Milk, you want to know what I would do with $20? Fuck yeah, I do. Well, I got you. I would buy four of them. Four of what? I don't care. Just as long as it's four twenty. Snoop Dogg! <laughs> I don't know if I can play the rest of that message. I don't want to get my podcast blocked because I am not Dr. Dre. Hey, Big Milk. L-C-Y-E-G here, formerly oh, L-C-Y-E-G. upgrades. L-C-Y-E-G, formerly L-C-Y-Y-C. Upgrades living behind the right border now. Does that make sense? No, that doesn't make sense. Living in the right city then. How's that? Y-Y-C. Um, we've been in the city now for about a week. And I got to say, man, this city, Edmonton, is amazing. We feel so welcome here. It's fantastic. I I can't say enough 
how much I missed this place. Um, back to your question. I got to go simple with the what best thing you can buy for 20 bucks. Please. Um, it's got to be takeout food or delivery food mm-hmm. or whatever. First, you don't have to cook. Yep. Second, you no get dishes. some good food, whatever yep. you want. And third, no dishes. maybe you're a little thrifty with it and you get to have leftovers the next day. Nice. Um, who doesn't like that? Amen. So it's got to be food. All day. Food. Thanks, Big Milk. Cheers. Food, food, food. Or if you're, uh, I'm going to go back up here, Electronic Jordan. I'm just going to pick one randomly. $20, I'm getting an extra long charging cable for my phone. <laughs> Ah, 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 fuck. 20 bucks, you can have a good time, you know? Laird. Play, I said. Hey, Big Milk. What's up, man? I'm just doing a throwback to your question from like a month ago about the grocery store. Yeah, let's do it. And I think my biggest pet peeve of going to the grocery store is when parents take their kids and they let their kids kind of wander closely to the cart, but they take up the full aisle. (laughs) Oh, oh. Yes. Yes. Anything that has you and your cart or a combination of you and your cart and your kids or a perpendicular park job that hogs the aisle drives me nuts. Move! Move! I got shit to do. And they're not like, oh, move to the side for this person. They just let them stand there and they don't say anything. And it's like, um, excuse me, I want to pass. And it's like, you're awkward and they give you the dirty look of, Oh, why do you want to pass? And it's like, uh, it's not just your store. Also, another thing that bothers me is when you're going up and down the aisles Mm -hmm. and people either park in the middle of the aisle and walk away from their cart. Yep. Or they don't like follow a rules of the road kind of thing where one on one side, one on the other, especially in a place like Costco. It just really pisses me off when people do that. And it's like. (laughs) Do you not understand there's more shoppers than just you? No, they don't. Anyways, thanks for the podcast as always. Have a great day. They don't understand that. They don't understand that there's other people that want to get through. They don't. It is their world and we're all just living in it. That's what it feels like sometimes. Hey, Bag Milk. I just sent one in, but I have another thought on one thing I hate when I go to the store. (laughs) Please. And that's when you're going to the checkout and they have someone trying to sell you on like Get our store's MasterCard. Get our store's MasterCard or Visa. And it's like, I already have a card. I don't care to get another one. So I'm going to get a little bit of points boost. But my card currently gives me points boost at another store. And they're like, oh, you need it. And it's like, no. And they just kind of hassle you for it. And it's like, (laughs) I'm not interested at all. I just want to do my shopping and get out of the store. (laughs) Anyways, thanks again, Bag Milk. Uh, he's got a third one coming up next too. I wonder what else annoys him. <laughs> uh, but I will agree. The credit card thing, I especially find it funny when they have like a little uh, little gift for you if you sign up. Like, yeah, but if you sign up right now, you can have this toque. <laughs> I was like, well, I don't want one of those, but okay. I will love some crippling credit card debt, please. Just stack it up, sir. Hey, Big Milk. Just sending three in this week. Yeah, keep um, coming. I think the Oilers should try and go for a player like Jacob Chikrin over Patrick Kane. Just Agreed. due to contract length. Agreed, 100%. Like, so just so Chikrin, I believe, has three more years left. 
Patrick Kane's got one, it would be a one and done. As much as fun as it would be, I'm 100% on board. Upgrade the defense first. Upgrade the defense first. But if you can't, give me Patrick Kane! Where Chikrin still has three years, I believe it is, compared to Kane's one year of the contract left. And the assets you're going to give away for either are probably similar. So it'd be better to try and give those assets away for a longer term play. Hey man, that was what Presto was talking about a handful of messages ago. It's the exact same thing Presto was talking about. If you're going to give up those kind of assets, why wouldn't you give them up for a guy that you retain for a handful of years as opposed to a guy who's going to come? He's going to fucking put up points. There's no doubt about it that Patrick Kane would absolutely put up points, but he's a one and done unless you can find a way to extend him, which would cost how Gord knows how much. Here. Um, my favorite thing from your guys' podcast last year it was was when you guys talked about Cody Cece and how he's a car with the brakes that have been cut but they've been repaired and you're unsure and how that is so different than how he ended up playing at the end of the totally. year compared to the beginning. And I just wanted to say thanks as always. Cody Cece is one of those guys where if you listen to ON radio like free agency day episode of Owen radio last year when Cody CC signed the four by three and a quarter, we were all like, Oh boy, that's too much or too long for Cody CC. And then by the end of the year, we're like, God damn, Cody CC, not only are you handsome, you were effective, sir. Oh, na 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 na. So I'm hoping that, um, we're going to have some more of that from Cody CC. We need him again. Look at the defense. I'm not overly pumped on it. I'm not overly pumped on it. I think there's room for upgrades without saying, and that goes without saying. There's room for upgrades. Give me Patty Kane if you must, but I would take Chikrin all day. All day. Last message is from my friend Waz. Hello, sir. I got a question for you and for the uh, listeners out there. Uh, as I was walking into the office yesterday, a thought popped in my mind. Which <laughs> yeah, fast food restaurant kind of has the best smell? You know, McDonald's has a very distinct smell. Mm. Um, same with Subway, I think. Uh, I don't know about an Arby's. I've never been in an Arby's, I don't think. I've been to a Harvey's. Damn it, Waz. Damn it. Damn it, Waz. Arby's. But, I just want to know, what, what, like, fast food restaurant has the best smell to it? In my opinion, it's gotta be Subway. It's gotta be. But, uh, I'd like to know your thoughts, Mr. Bagmilk. This is an interesting question. I haven't really thought about this before. So, when somebody stinks to me, like, they have B.O., like they just fucking reek like BO. I always say they smell like an A&W. And that's not flattering. I understand that. That's not flattering at all. I would eat at AMW. Don't get me wrong. I would absolutely murder a teen burger. I'd do one right now. But again, when I say somebody stinks, I say they stink like A&W. In Toronto, the day we got there, the Friday, we flew out from Edmonton first thing in the morning, landing in Toronto in the afternoon. Tyler Ramchuk stunk like an A&W. He showered. He took care of it, you know, but that that little window pre-shower, he stunk. So on the other end of the spectrum, I'm trying to think which fast food place when I walk in, I go, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So Subway's a really good pick by Waz. Who doesn't love the smell of fresh bread? Though I didn't have a handful of people that I knew growing up that worked at Subway, and they always kind of smelled like Subway. And as much as it's nice to have the fresh bread smell when you go in, you don't want that all the time. But for the purposes of this, Subway's got to be up there. McDonald's, you don't do anything for me. Chances are, the time that I generally walk into a McDonald's late at night probably smells like piss and beer. There's probably somebody standing in there that smells like piss and beer. So, I don't know. KFC smells good. I like chicken. 
Popeye smells good. I like chicken. I really like chicken. Hmm. Hmm. Put me on the spot here, boss. By the way, I need you to get into an Arby's by the end of the weekend or you're fired. Not really. I'm going to go ahead and say, hmm. I'm going to go ahead and say, since you took Subway, hmm. Oh, ooh. There is a Barberito across the street from me. I love Mexican food. Tacos, they're one of my all-time favorites. So if I walk into like um, like a bar burrito, something like that, where they sell burritos, tacos, that kind of thing, there's the chorizo, there's the chicken, there's the shredded beef, there's all of that. There's the salsas, there's the cilantros, there's the fresh guac. So I'm going to say a bar burrito type of restaurant. I am a massive, massive, massive uh, Mexican fan. So that's what I'm going to say. So, Waz, you tried to bamboozle me. You tried your best, sir, but I didn't let it happen. No, sir, was no, sir. And there you have it. Another round of the voicemails. Voicemail brought to you by Rig Hand Distilleries. Check them out at righanddistilleries.com. That's where the tour and tasting coupon is, and I'm going to encourage you to buy it or download it and go check it out. I'm also going to encourage you to go get some brum and some double-double. It's good for you. Tastes good. Feel good. Hockey season is just around the corner, and you need it. I promise you. Righanddistillery.com. And there you have it. Another episode of Better Late Than Never in the books. We are just under an hour. We covered Patrick Kane. We covered grocery store talk. We covered spending 20 bucks. One more second. I'm going to go back here. I'm going to click this one by Electronic Jordan. I don't remember what he's going to buy. What's this one? I'll buy a case for my phone. Got to protect that investment. Ah, case for his phone. How would you spend $20? Or just go back to the previous episodes and answer the questions of the week. Dump them in there. I don't care. We do throwbacks all the time. Why not? Or why don't you leave me a voicemail with a podcast confession? I I confess today that my favorite player growing up was Pavel Burry. I even have one of his jerseys. That's a that's a serious confession. I'm an Oilers blogger for fuck's sakes. You know? Maybe leave me one of those. For my friends at the audio department and trilogy oilfield rentals, I want to say thank you guys for being here. Again, this podcast is only fun because you're a big part of it and it makes my life easy. So please keep sending voicemails. Please keep sending bumpers. Send in a righteous sack beating or as I just asked, a podcast confession. And with that, we're going to wrap up the podcast. Unless something happens as soon as I press stop recording, and I got to do an emergency cast. Episode 40 in the books. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.